Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society Podcast, Interviews, Movie Reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on the Film Review Live channel. Subscribe. Hi, this is Bernadette Stannis, Thelma from Good Times, and you're watching the Film Review. What's going on, people? We are the Film Review. Yes. Movies, music, culture, politics, society, podcast. Yep. What's up to Michael Elliott? What's up to uh, Adrian X? You know, for tuning in. Listen, people. Look. There was a snafu, and we're not on YouTube tonight. It just all of a sudden came up. Must be the topic of the night that we're talking yeah. about. Because we're talking about, is America headed to a pedophile state? And so that's what we're talking about. And so, you know how that will be. You know, some people might not want that. You know, YouTube has been funny. So we are still simulcasting on, of course, Facebook. And we are on Periscope, right. but no YouTube tonight. Right. But the replay will be edited all down and then put up, okay. not as a stream, but as a replay about an hour later. And of course, you'll see it on all the different podcast providers and everything. So it's not going through on YouTube, huh? Not going through on YouTube. So, I mean, you know, you've seen the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. He was friends with a lot of people who are... Higher up, so you never know. You never know what's going on. So that's that's probably really what's going on. Why they why they kicked it out? But you, no problem, no, no problem. We're still going to be kicking it with you because we are here, and we're also let me do some. Uh, what's the name here? What's up to uh, Bear Facts? I see he chimed in on the uh, on the stream here. Yeah, greetings family. That's right. That's right. So let me see what's going on here. Let me see where I can send this real quick. I have one more place that I want to send this. And before we get started, you know, when, when things like that happen, people, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. So when something like that happens, it kind of throws you off just a little bit. But don't worry about it, though. Don't worry about it. That's what I say. All right, people. All right. So look. This is the Film Review. Movies, music, culture, politics, society, podcast. We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. And we have a great show for you today. And as usual, what we're going to start with is... How was your week? So how was your week? This week, um has been quite like interesting in the news. Like the whole thing with like Nick Cannon. Yeah. Right? And then you had Tamar Braxton with right. they, you know, allegedly the suicide attempt. They said that there was a letter found. So right. you know, we don't know. And so I mean and still looking for justice for, you know, many of the black Americans in this country who have been murdered, right? By That's police true. officers. So Absolutely. I mean, and then dealing with the Karen's. Dealing with the Karen's. Dealing with the Pauls. Dealing with the Pauls. I mean it's just right. then okay, we and then we can't forget about of course COVID. And then I was just reading um earlier, it disappeared on my phone, but 
they had um, added additional beds, right, out here in, um, in, in Las, in Las Vegas. Vegas. They right. they're gonna open up the Las Vegas Convention Center because was it? Did I tell you nine hundred? Was it nine hundred? Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's eight hundred. Eight hundred and yeah. you know additional beds. So I mean, it's just it's something. It's something yeah. else, right? Something yeah. else, right? Yeah. So, uh. What's happening in the world this week? Let's start off with some with some interesting blurbs that I saw this week that's very that are very interesting. I'm very disappointed about this YouTube not kicking it. I'm very disappointed. It kind of throws it off a little bit, but it's yeah. Fine. Don't let it throw you off because it's you know be right. I'm like I'm not surprised. You know because I am very you surprised. these different social media platforms when it comes to certain issues they don't want tackled. They, do they don't this. want to tackle. They That's do right. this. Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm very I'm very disappointed at that, but it's okay. You know, it's gonna right. be all right. But anyway, look, right. um, threw me off from doing what I wanted to do here, which is okay. So look, first thing up is Joy and Reed. Joy and Reed has a libel suit mm-hmm. placed against her, right? right? It's a libel suit placed against her because it, it just appears to me, in my opinion, that she was sticking her head out for a Latino 14-year-old boy. But what you don't understand about the Latinos is they want to be American. And they're not trying to be American, black American. They're trying to be white American, right? Mm-hmm. So at first, one court said, well, the woman was a public figure at the okay. time, mm-hmm. but the appellate court said they can go through. So she's getting ready to get mm-hmm. a promotion. She's getting ready to get Chris Matthews' old spot on okay. MSNBC. Right. But at the same time, mm-hmm. she's going to be plagued with this lawsuit, right? Okay. And this woman is, because this woman is a businesswoman, okay. she's going for the jugular. She's going for the jugular. So what is this about? It's about uh, there's a photo that came up on Twitter. Okay. Right? And the photo was saying uh, had a caption about they told this, they told the Latinos that this wasn't their country, such as yada, yada, yada. Okay. So Joanne Reed grabs it. Remember, her name used to be Joy Ann Reed. Right. But now it's Joy well, she's Reed. Separated. But she she just says Joy Reed now. But it used to be okay. Joy Ann Reed. Right. To represent her ethnicness. Right? right. But now, but anyway, so she took the photo from off of Twitter, reposted okay. it, and took the caption, but said she she singled out the woman that was in the photo. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna show you the photo within this brief video piece because you know we are about the film you know and so we're going to show you this brief video piece from the conservative outlet that covered this right and listen to the slant that they give on it right but so this woman and she's doing the in my opinion woe is me but Joanne Reed you know not sticking to being about 
Journalism. In my opinion, yeah, about journalism and checking facts before she posted. These people be putting their lives, their names, and everything on the line for political parties. For political parties. And now parties. she's out there swinging in the wind. Swinging in the wind. So hopefully, maybe the Democrat Party will pay for her, you know, case and, and get her out of this. Case. Get her out of this. You know. So here, here we go. So this is a brief piece of this, and here we go. And that people, I lost one of my big jobs today. How do you feel about the way this moment is being interpreted? I don't really want this upon her. It's like, she doesn't deserve it because she was giving her opinion in a place where everyone should be able to share their opinion. You know, it's just sad to see this woman be vilified unjustly. Even the boy from the picture knows it. So this is the photo, people. This is the photo, right? And she's yelling right at the kid. Now, this Latino kid, what you don't realize is the Latino population usually comes in. The Democrats push for them to come in and then they traditionally vote Republican. Right? Okay. But so he wants to be her. Okay. Right? She he wants to be her, in my opinion, right? So he automatically said she shouldn't be vilified like this because it should be freedom of speech and people. Now, meanwhile, they're saying some of the most feminist, some of the most bigoted stuff that right. they can say to people who they believe are undocumented. And in this picture right here, you can see her screaming and yelling at this young man. He's you a kid, right? right. Yeah, and so Joey Reed stood up for him. Yeah, and look so what just now on the video we saw him. What's going on to Craig Baxter? Stereo just joined in. But look, so we can see this, right? Yeah, and he's and, sticking up for the woman screaming at for, him and throwing Joy Reed under the bus. Yeah, and so Joy Reed is thrown under the bus. So this lawsuit is coming up for her libeling this woman, right? So you know things go. So let's look at another one of the. Uh, Another uh, blurb of the week here. Let's look at this one right here. Okay. Um, let's go here because this is this is another topic for the day. So Nick Cannon. So look, the number is 213-943-3358. 213-943-3358. You want to call in and talk about any of the blurbs that we're talking about. And then, of course, we got the main topic for the night, which is... America headed to a pedophile state and we're also reviewing the handmaid's tale and we're talking about the documentary that Netflix has called Filthy Rich about Jeffrey Epstein so we're covering it all tonight right so this is Nick Cannon right and so Nick Cannon got into hot water this week with uh, he ran afoul of the Jewish uh, Anti-Defamation League and while uh, running a file mm -hmm. uh, he also uh, ran a file once he apologized okay. he ran a file of American black activists okay. and he also somehow inadvertently brought Charlemagne into it okay. because Charlemagne had an opinion. Okay. Right? Okay. And once Charlemagne gave his opinion on how uh, the Jewish community, okay. the, the Jewish 
community has power okay. and they hold them hold people back. Okay. Once he put that into effect, now they want Charlemagne to apologize. Oh, because black people can't have an opinion. So so wait, let me run it all the way down so people will know what's happening, right? So Charlemagne so so no, so Nick Cannon okay. has Professor Griff on his show, right? And so let's show a little bit of this real quick. He has Professor Griff on the show. Right. And so let's play this real quick. For those who didn't get a chance to take to get this off of the internet, Nick Cannon has since the run of file since running a file of the anti defamation league, he has since took this down. But those who can get can get. So here we go. True activism uh, in the streets. A, a Scott, probably one of the first scholars that I was ever introduced to uh, with the, the, the title Professor in front of his name. <laughs> uh, I'm honored to have a legend in the building. Professor Griff, welcome to Candy's class. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, he's God. Peace <laughs> to God. I'm a reflection of you. <laughs> All right, so he has... He has Professor Griff on now. Everyone remembers in the 80s, in the late 80s, going into the 90s, Professor Griff ran afoul of the anti-def, the Jewish Anti-Defamation League, also for speaking on much of the same things that Nick Cannon spoke on right. in the show about media and who controls media and such and so forth, right? Right. So for some reason, Professor Grip, when you really watch it, you, you won't be able to see it anymore because Nick Cannon has taken it down or his people who handle his channel right. have taken it down. But what you see is Professor Griff is kind of like laying back and just agreeing mm -hmm. because he's been through that gauntlet already and right. he's worked his place back and he's got a space, right? right. So Nick Cannon said things about uh, black people being the original Israelites, right? Mm -hmm. And he said the other thing, he talked about the media and everything. And so the Jewish Anti-Defamation League did not take it too well. Now, Charlemagne coming in mm -hmm. thought that he was on the Breakfast Club right. uh, the day after all this happened. Charlemagne thought that coming in and speaking that he was somehow on the side mm -hmm. of of the Jewish community when he was saying what he was saying, right? But come to find out, he runs a file too because if you remember when ja when Michael Jackson had the song "They Don't Care About Us" and he had the part in the song where he said. Dot 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 dot, and then the Jewish Anti Defamation League came out and said that we don't want to hear that in the record. And Michael Jackson subsequently removed that from the record, though it was not a negative mm -hmm. uh, thing toward. He thought it was negative, right. but obviously, the Jewish Defamation League doesn't want people talking about if if Jewish people are strong. If they have power or whatever, they don't want them talking about it at all. So Charlemagne said this. Listen, Nick is my guy. I hate it had to be him, but that's what can 
what you can do when you have the power. And if there's one thing Jewish people have showed us, it's they have the power. Now, so that's what Charlemagne said, and he went on to say other things. So you can hear that on the Breakfast Club. But it was not negative right. towards the Jewish community. It wasn't right. negative, right. but somehow they're asking him he needs to apologize right. for making that statement on Nick Cannon's part. Now, he, he went on to say that as far as uh, Nick Cannon was concerned, as far as uh, Nick Cannon and talking about um, Caucasians was concerned, he was right on point. Okay. So he was trying to to straddle that line okay. and say that Nick Cannon was right on some of the things, but you know, right. he shouldn't have said that because it wasn't factual and, and then Nick comes on and says it's not factual mm -hmm. and then so what's factual can we ever tell the truth about what has happened to us right right can we ever tell the truth about what happened to us right so they tried it with cube this week too and oh. cube said i'm not apologizing right and he told kareem abdul jabbar mm -hmm. that they gave you uh, 40 pieces of silver mm -hmm. to sit up there and say uh that to me What's that dude, Kareem uh, Bell or whatever his name is? He chimed in on the Nick Cannon thing and said Nick Cannon could have said it without being anti-Semitic. You know the guy that has the, the show. One that has oh, a, oh yeah, 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 the guy with the off eye. Yeah, with the right, and he he came in. And, I mean, he's he's questionable anyway. So Riza Islam comes out and he okay. brings out. Well, he did a history. great job. Yes, he brings history. Yeah. So we're going to play a little bit of that. Yeah. And he breaks down history of why yeah. we should be rethinking our relationship right. as American blacks to right. the Jewish community who never wants to right. let anything out about what has been done wrong to American blacks by right. the Jewish community. So right. by persons in the Jewish community. So let's play this real quick and we'll be right back. Brings us to our next question as it pertains to you and the Jewish control and the Jewish hand in the slave trade of our people, black people. I just have a few questions for you, if you don't mind. Did you own black slaves in the South at all? Did you sponsor and fund the shackles, the chains that went around our wrists, our neck, and our ankles, and the ships themselves. Did you not sponsor and fund those ships that transported a lot of our family members from Africa to here? Were you not the sellers when we were being sold on the auction block to other plantations? Were you not the people who were helping to sell us, the actual auctioneers? You know, we got a nigga here, he's six foot two, very strong. Was that not you? Really quick, really quick. For those of you who are saying, well, Reza, you're causing division. No, hell no. What we're doing is we are bringing out questions because everyone who is Jewish can talk about their pain all the time. But when black people decide to bring up very valid questions, now we're causing division. Now this is a problem or we're pushing hate. I'm asking you questions. I didn't accuse you of anything. 
So am I anti-Semitic for asking questions? Between 1865 and 1877 was the Reconstruction Era when black people were supposedly freed from slavery and we went back to school, we became congressmen and doctors and lawyers and all these different magnificent things and we were building our own neighborhoods, etc., etc. But wasn't it in 1877, the compromise of 1877 between Democrats and Republicans where they met at the Wormley Hotel, February 26th, 1877 in Washington, D.C., where they came up with the idea that in order for us to maintain a stable economy, we need to put black people back on the plantation. Did that not happen? But what is my relevance in bringing that up? Wasn't it a Jewish man by the name of Levy who was in Congress who introduced the idea to put us back on the plantation in 1877? William Levy, he guaranteed his southern slave-owning friends that their investment would be protected and secured by having black Africans put back onto the plantation in 1877. His entire speech given to Congress is preserved in the Library of Congress, March 1st, 1877. Oh, it was a Jewish man who helped to push to make black men and women look permanently inferior under law, 1877. So we need to look at this as it pertains to the relationship that black people have with Jewish people. Now, let us take this a step further. A Jewish man named Rothschild, who everyone should know, Rothschild, 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 had a representative here in America by the name of August Belmont. And he was the one who was investing or managing Rothschild's investments, etc. August Belmont's real name or last name was Schoenberg, Jewish man as well. He was managing the cotton, tobacco, and other products and investments dealing with slaves, black people, for Rothschild. Uh-huh. Remember, just to keep all of this in context, 95% of the workers in the southern states were black men. White men did not know how to lay bricks. They did not know how to build buildings. They did not know how to do any of this. We did this. 95% of the work that was going on in the southern states were from black slaves, black men. In particularly so we were the ones who were handling all the trades keep that in mind seeing how we knew all the trades seeing how we knew how to do all of the work seeing how white people were not experienced in building virtually anything um, that was a big problem because if we were going to be freed then that means they have no one to till the soil they have no one to build anything they have no one to fix or maintain or manage anything so therefore they had to figure out a way to prevent black people from working prevent us from working, prevent us from having a job, and only focus on pushing the jobs to them. So a man by the name of Samuel Gompertz, a Jewish man who was born Samuel Gompertz, created something called the American Federation of Labor. And this was founded in 1886 to guarantee that black people would not have a job. And so us, by and large, were going to be pushed directly into economic deprivation, into a condition of being totally broke. Jewish man. Jewish man. Jewish man. Last person you should be talking about is the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So here we are in the middle of this and he lays that out he yeah. lays it out real clear crystal clear for the people to see right for the people to hear so as we sit here and we watch people as i like to say right. fold in like folding chairs so all he's doing is just stating facts right right and we can't 
get upset or angry about someone stating facts. So no one should be penalized for stating facts. So that's, you know, what bothers me with the whole Nick Cannon situation. You may not want to hear the truth, but to penalize someone, you know, just because they're stating a fact that you don't want to hear. Right. You don't want to hear. Like, everything is going to be detrimental to the group. But what about the detrimental acts that were done exactly. to a larger group of people, right? Or do what they, they want to sugarcoat it and rewrite history? I love how people, that's just kind of like what's going on. Not kind of like, it's what's going on today, right? How many times do we see on social media these people who spit in young black children's faces, say rude and nasty things to, to black people, as well as I've seen, we saw earlier with the uh, the racist woman screaming in the young Latino boy's face, right? But once these people are called out, right? Mm -hmm. Called out on their uh, vile, evil, wicked actions, they backtrack. They backtrack. They backtrack. And, oh, I apologize. Oh, I didn't mean to do this. The one man even said, what he said, well, my wife has a mental disorder. You know, the incident in the uh, gas station, right? And, um, you know, when are they going to be accountable for what they do? Like, stop doing stuff and trying to hide your hand. That's right. Stand up for what you say. Right. You said this mean, vile, wicked stuff, Right. So don't start back paddling. Oh, I didn't mean to see you. You know exactly what you meant to say, and you said it. Right. So, so I mean, so it's uh, it's very interesting what's happening, right? So we have a comment here from uh, Bear Facts. Okay. This is a, this is a political attack on the Jewish people. Not saying they are uh, they are not right, but they just making sure you see what's going on at the time of a pandemic to keep your Keep your eyes on the ball and not mm -hmm. the players in the game. Okay, uh, mm -hmm. I take that. That's that's a comment. So look, mm -hmm. people, moving on to the next topic at hand. The different blurbs that we saw this week. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Entanglement. Right. Now, now, remember last week we covered the August Arsena, right? Uh, Jada Pickett, yeah. Will Smith situation in 121 right but you know since that week it's been more fallout mm -hmm. and have you heard entanglements people mm -hmm. uh august arsena featuring rick ross on the flow and they tell the full story right within three verses yeah i mean the uh, having rick ross on the piece this is hip-hop yeah. and it appears to me it's hip-hop yeah. and will is going to have to Return with something. I mean, Jada caused it. Hasn't all haven't all great wars started over a love of a woman? Yes, it has. So this this was a funny meme right here. Mm -hmm. Entanglement verb action that'll get your head knocked between the sink and the, and dishwater. Right, dishwasher. Right. Mm -hmm. So that 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 was one that I thought that that was uh, pretty good. Right. So people. Have been putting these memes up all week and playing in that August Arsena came out with a banger. The, the, the song is a banger. If you haven't heard Entanglements, 
you have to hear it. And then this right here. Oh, what in an entangled web we weave when we attempt to justify satisfying, satisfying our lustful needs. We'll play on a limerick there, right? Okay, so people, let's pull that down real quick. So I thought that was pretty good, right? I thought it was pretty funny. But this one right here really sums up everything when you're looking at a situation in, in any situation but especially that one it says love many trust few always paddle your own canoe love many trust few always paddle your own canoe right <laughs> so you know people should paddle their own canoe like you know you should you can't put much trust in people being, uh, you know, all together. Now, people, let's get to the first topic at hand right here, right? Are we getting ready to see a TV show like this, people right here? Are we getting ready to see Pedo Island? Pedophilia Island? Are we getting ready to see a TV show like Pedophilia Island, right? Now look, let's start out. Let's start out here, right? First of all, what is pedophilia, right? What is pedophilia? That that's the Well, before you get into that, I have a question. Okay. Pedophil Island. Uh-huh. Is this the show they're going to replace Wild and Out with? I'm just saying. That was That was that was good. That was good. That old island, right? Okay. This this incarnation, uh, you know, features some of the greats, right? And as and as this starts to unfold, and the layers of the onion starts to peel back, you start to see that certain things that was considered fake news are really news, right? So, what is pedophilia, right? And is America headed? To a pedophilia state, right? Pedophilia. Sexual feelings towards children. Sexual feelings towards children. You know, we first heard it with the priest. Now, I was talking to a person's father one time, and he was telling me that, you know, pedophilia is not homosexuality. He said, pedophilia is not homosexuality. So I had to, and, and he considered himself educated, right? And, you know, he was, you know, he's been to school and all that. And well, all he's that. also with a retired police officer. Yeah, p- retired police officer, right. And so I was like, well, actually, homo means one or same, right? So if a pedophile is messing with a little boy and he's a male and the boy is a male then that is the same in actuality that is a homosexual act right it means the same sex doing something right so we have to get so in actuality that is a homosexual but what about uh, Epstein was only dealing with little girls right right but I mean this goes from Epstein all the way over to what uh, 
Feldman was talking about. Right. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit it all. It's tonight. funny how they shut down his uh, premiere. They sure did. They put some kind of virus on, so yeah. it couldn't play. Right. He was supposed to go live over the internet, and he his documentary. Uh huh. He is sold. He, he is sold. He sold out. Right. Right. And then they totally shut down uh, the signal. Right. Because they didn't want it out, right? So look, it's, it's too many people, um, too many politicians and celebrities involved that they're trying to protect. Too many, right? So look, right. priests, PizzaGate, right? Right. Coming to find out that these things are actually was something that was actually happening, right? Right. Yeah. Actually happening. And it was they were trying to cover it up. Trying to cover oh, it up. Oh, it's not real. It's not real. It's not so real. So right now as as things are unraveling with you this find uh, out that it's real. G, what's it, Galen? Right. The pronunciation of um uh, uh, Epstein sidekick. You right. know, what things are unraveling now and then we're finding out that Pizzagate was real. Pizzagate was real, right? But it was fake news before, but now it's it's, it's panning out to be real. Uh, politics and pros. That was some another organization that was involved, right. right? Jeffrey Epstein and some people call her Galand or mm -hmm. uh, Garlene Maxwell. Mm -hmm. It's all, all depends on how you want to pronounce it, but so different people mm -hmm. pronounce her name differently. Mm -hmm. Garland or whatever right mm -hmm. what's this person say okay so look we're gonna play this clip right here okay. this breaks down a little bit about uh epstein mm -hmm. and we're gonna be right back right after this Brad represents victims and describes epstein as a genius sociopath one of his most confounding and dangerous adversaries he was charming charismatic funny uh he made you want to like him that's why he was able to access over a hundred uh, young girls and do the kind of things that he was able to do. Yeah, you speak about his charisma and charm, but he, he sort of had a double whammy, didn't he? Because he was always implying threats that he could and would hurt you. He would make no bones about that he could uh, inflict harm, you know? Um, he, he might say, I'll tell you what. If you keep prosecuting me this way, if you keep doing this, someone is going to get hurt. And you'll probably see her, Ghislaine Maxwell. Sometimes she's dead center in frame, living it up, but occasionally you catch her on the dark periphery of a photo. And those are the perplexing portraits that emerge of Ghislaine Maxwell, on one hand the graceful socialite, and on the other, according to her accusers, a woman who lurked at the edge of high society, scouting and procuring young women to give to Jeffrey Epstein. Helped him exploit girls who were as young as 14 years old. So several times um, I was in the car with her and she would ask the driver to stop the car and she'd dash across to the school or the park or wherever she was going and she would like write down her phone number for a child, a young girl. And then I'd see that child at the house and she'd say they're auditioning. You know, I found a model in the park. And I thought it was really strange because I did see a couple girls in braces and I've never seen a model with braces. Right, mm -hmm. so this is uh, Glenn Maxwell and uh, 
this guy right here, Jeffrey Epstein, who they say committed suicide, but he might have, they thought might have been murdered, right? Right. Allegedly. I thought, I thought it mean an overage adult making sexual acts on a child. Right. That that's that's the connotative definition, fair facts, but the the denotative is sexual feelings towards children, right? Which leads into more of the uh psychological and why it was deemed at one time to be a mental illness but now they're trying to push it out from being considered a mental illness yeah now they're trying to uh push it out as a lifestyle like yeah. lgbtq right yeah and so that's what they're doing right yeah and so when you when you see things like that happening so these two people were running this ring and when you watch the documentary, which we're going to be reviewing tonight shortly, when, when, when you watch the documentary, you find out that it starts out as him, uh, as uh, Jeffrey Epstein, pretty much pleasing his fetish for young girls. All right. Now, this was a um, meme that I picked up that... Um, Kel 702, a, a great MC mm -hmm. from out of uh, Las Vegas, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's a great MC. He's been on uh, TFR Music Review Show a few times with his videos, right? right? But he noticed that he sent a complaint mm -hmm. to Facebook about this ad, right? And, and he circles around and it's a ad, it's a pro pedophilia ad right right and so when you read the caption and when you read the response from facebook they say pretty much i don't know if it's a bot or if it was an actual person but they say thank you for sending in your concern and though this is and though it is a concern it does not violate it doesn't violate now let's face it Everything that is done that has to do with anything that's talking about anything that has to do with injustice is right. a violation. But this right here right. is talking about pedophilia is a natural thing. Yeah. Is not considered a nope. violation. Nope. Right. So th this this is what's going on. Right? So it's not considered a violation. So it's okay. So they're they're gonna allow them to continue to post on Facebook. Post on Facebook. People protect your your children, your kids, protect and your family. Your children, because there are many, many, many children, teenagers on social media. Yes. And then when if you have a platform that states that it's okay, right, mm -hmm. to have. Uh, pedophilia organizations as a part of their platform mm -hmm. that's not cool at all no it's not right so as we go through here is uh here's our here's 45 our commander-in-chief Donald A. Trump with Jeffrey Epstein now he says that he doesn't know Jeffrey Epstein but this Quite a few. Is his arm around her? Yeah, they kind of like hugged up. Yeah, like, you know, kind of hugged up. Just, just a little, just a little hugged up, right? 
And then when we look at this one right here, this is, who, who is that in there? That's Galen. Right. right. Epstein. Epstein. Melania. Melania. That's first lady now. Yeah. And, and, and Donald Trump. And that's, you know, that's what, 80s, 90s maybe, right? Right. It looks like it, right? So right. here we are with, with seeing this and they're partying and moving and partying together. Right? Right. So this is what it is, right? Are the authorities willing to look the other way when the person is rich and connected politically, right? Are they willing right. to look the other way when the person is connected politically and they are filthy rich, right? Donald Trump says he doesn't know Jeffrey Epstein, but we've shown a couple of photos where it seems like he was hugged up and the wife and the, and they seem like this was two couples out on an evening, right? He and his wife and him, right? Right? Right. Now, there's pictures with him with Bill Clinton, right? Uh, Bill Clinton and him uh, smiling together, Jeffrey Epstein. And when you watch the documentary, you see a woman uh, produce a painting mm -hmm. about the ills of what Epstein was doing mm -hmm. and Bill Clinton is in the painting. Yeah, Bill Clinton is in the painting and then uh, you also see, well in the documentary, um, uh -huh. Filthy, what is it, Filthy Rich? Filthy Rich, yeah. Uh, Prince Andrew Prince is also Andrew. in the photo with one of the ladies. Mm -hmm. Well, at the time she was a child. She but, was a child. Then, yeah, when she was only seventeen. Yeah. Now, this is a great documentary, but you have to take it in doses, people. Yeah. This 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 one is is kind of hard to 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 take. You have to take it in doses, like I said, because it's a heavy piece. Yeah. Right. It's not that. It's not that much video so they're using a lot of stills and they're right. showing you photos and then they're using interview yeah. clips of yeah. the young ladies who sat down to interview for this right. Jeffrey Epstein has uh, a, well they're going to say but I'm just going to say allegedly right. a hundred victims yeah. that were young right? sex trafficking so as this documentary opens up you're introduced to Jeffrey Epstein, the backstory. How did Jeffrey Epstein get to where he was, right. to where he is as a person, right? right? How did he get his riches? Right. That's how the documentary opens up, right? Right. And so it, it tells you that Jeffrey Epstein pretty much lied his way to the top. Yeah. And when he was discovered in a lie, the people who discover him in a lie instead of having him prosecuted they either let him remain in the positions that he had right. or they uh, just let him go right at one point 
he was in the upper echelons of the man who owns the limited. Right. Now the limited is a clothing store for women, right? Victoria's Secret. And he the man also owned Victoria's Secret, right? Right. So Jeffrey Epstein was telling the young women that he could get them into Victoria's Secret. It was only one problem though, they were young. They were young. So Jeffrey Epstein starts out with 17 year olds. Then it goes to 16 year olds. Then it goes to 14, 15 year olds. And then by, you get to episode three where they finally get him, he's down to 12 year olds and it's like braces and you know. And then how far would he have gone? Because it went from, oh, just give me a massage to all of a sudden roll over, rolling over and I'll give me a happy ending to get on top. It just degraded and it degraded from him not touching them to him touching them to him using certain devices on them while they were doing what he was doing, while they were doing what they were doing to him, right? Luring young girls in and then using other young girls to lure other young girls in to be abused and molested, Mm -hmm. right? Along with his uh, cohort, mm -hmm. uh, Geelan. Yeah, Geelan Maxwell, right? You have to take this documentary in doses because it's just as it goes through it's just disgusting and they show you the different people they allude to the different people who are there because these cases are being built right right? and so they allude to the people who are there but they don't actually tell you uh that it's them but you see them in the pictures and you and so there it is but prince prince andrew most definitely yeah they uh push right right so Jeffrey Epstein he he how he gets his money is he takes money from out of the limited right somehow he gets a power of attorney Mm -hmm. over this man's billion dollar business he starts to extract certain funds from out of it starts to invest those funds never replaces them but then his investments hit and he becomes independently wealthy and the guy instead of prosecuting him he lets him go so he swindled or basically yeah, took he money he swindled he money. money from the owner of the unlimited and Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. because sure the, the unlimited and Victoria's Secret they don't have anything to do with this but Jeffrey Epstein swindled the owner that's he right. should have prosecuted him. Maybe if he was in jail, <laughs> if he had prosecuted him, that would have put a halt to all of this stuff. It would have put a halt to it. That would have been the end. It would have, it would have never happened, right? I mean, because according to like this whole Galen Maxwell, mm-hmm. who they've arrested, mm-hmm. and, and she's they said naming names and. She's she has, going to. She's potential. And she had well. She has this little black book. Yeah. With a lot of names in it. And they said that the helicopter that they purchased, right, were, was wired for sound 
and video. Right. So the people who were coming over to his island right. and to his other properties right. while these young girls were there are all on videotape. So she has it all. His island, Petal Island. Yes. Yeah, I mean, how obvious could it be? Like, how long can these different celebrities, speaking of that, um, uh, Storm Monroe has a podcast mm -hmm. and he breaks this down like perfectly mm -hmm. and then ties in the sex trafficking and everything mm -hmm. and um but going back to pedal island mm -hmm. how long can these different celebrities who were hanging out with Geelan and jeffrey epstein say they didn't know anything about the sex trafficking mm -hmm. when they would go to pedal island mm -hmm. when they would hang out in this private jet Mm hmm. So I mean, it's just it's 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 disgusting. It's true. And it's and then the the sex trafficking, like the tentacles, doesn't just stop with like the, just the little different, like the little islands and stuff that they're talking about, mm -hmm. and like in New York and like it goes like deep, like it's just like. Allegedly, this whole thing with Wayfair, mm -hmm. a lot of the stuff is tied in together. Check out Storm and Rose podcast. That's right. You know, Wayfair is a company that has uh, that sells furniture, mm -hmm. right? And so Wayfair is like a Amazon, so right. people can come on and be independent and sell their product. Right. Well, they found out that the a certain company was selling products under Wayfair right. that were named after right. uh, different missing yes. American black girls, right. Right? right? Named after missing American black girls. Right. And they had different price tags on like $12,000. For a cabinet. For a cabinet. Named after a missing girl. So right. they were using these cabinets to to have a slave trade, a sex slave trade, right? One of the workers who had on his Wayfair shirt, right? One of the employees who was tied in and was uh, arrested or something for sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. And um, it's it's titled under Pizzagate, mm -hmm. actually under Storm and Rose podcast, but you'll see the connection. Like, like all of this stuff is connected. And according to um, the, I'm not sure because we did a lot of research. I'm not sure if it was the documentary we saw or if it was the... We also saw the 60 Minutes Australia, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And someone said, um, Geelan is the type of person that will, no matter what, she will save herself. Save herself? And she's willing to throw everybody under the bus. Yes. So, it's... It, it doesn't look good for those who partook in... Exactly. Partaking in... Messing with little children, right. right? What do you think about that? Two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight. Don't forget that the Cash App is right there, right? You go to Cash App, uh, dollar sign TFR Podcast Live, right? TFR Podcast Live, the right. dollar sign TFR Podcast Live, right. and leave a donation. Yes. You like what you're hearing yeah. as we continue on, right? So, like I said, it's it's. 
It's funny because tomorrow is surviving Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. Right? On a lifetime, right? That's right. Lifetime. And it's going to be a two-parter. Two-parter, yeah. right? And so they're doing what they did with R. Kelly, you right. know, surviving R. Kelly. They're doing the same thing. Right. And so, you know. Except for Jeffrey Epstein has way more victims, right? Way more victims, way more money. Sex trafficking. And he was sex trafficking, right? So, neither one is right, but this guy is just outrageous. So, anyway, what do you think about the uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, Filthy Rich I mean, doc? it's, like you said, both of them, like the surviving R. Kelly, and then, you know, tomorrow we'll be seeing the um, surviving Jeffrey Epstein. Both men are definitely wrong, but this def Jeffrey Epstein... Mm -hmm. Is in a league, all of us own a horrible league. I mean, because when you involved in pedophilia, mm -hmm. sex trafficking, mm -hmm. also in the documentary, mm -hmm. Filthy Rich, you hear the you know various women talking about how he threatened them. Mm -hmm. He actually also threatened uh, reporters. Mm -hmm. He threatened the the uh, what was the, I believe the head editor, uh, the head guy over at Vanity Fair. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, not to give things away, but I mean, you know, chopping off animals' heads and putting them in people's gardens. And it wasn't quite a horse head in the bed, <laughs> but it was pretty close, uh, right? You know, what I mean? mean, so this guy, I mean, they did some vicious stuff. I mean, it's just like. Wow. wow. And these victims went to the, I mean, like one in particular, you know, if you haven't seen the documentary already, you know, you'll see, find this out in the documentary. But one of the victims walked into the police department, right? The police department and said, that's, the not, that's not our jurisdiction. You need to go over to such and such, such and do that. I right? mean, and then they walked into the FBI. Right. And the FBI said, uh, nothing to see here. I mean, so it's just like, so it's like if, if, if we can't, if the police and the FBI, you know, you would think that if anybody, they would be the ones to protect the minors. Yes, that's true. So, you know, these victims fell helpless. They feel helpless. Like if you can't go to the authorities because who Jeffrey Epstein is because of his social class because he's worth millions of dollars or well billions right? Right. Because the money he extorted right. from someone. Who, 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 who can you go to? Who can you go to? Right. So look people what would you rate this documentary? I mean I would give the documentary a 10 because they did a great job like what's going on the Stingray 131 watching us on Instagram you know, I mean, they did a great job, like breaking down like everything, the behind the scenes, the different interviews, like friends of Epstein, friends of uh, Geelan, um, just learning about. I mean, it's just. I mean, I knew the man was involved in pedophilia, and I just assumed, you know, I. I didn't know that he was like threatening people's lives and I didn't know that there was like a major sex trafficking ring basically around the world. It wasn't in just in America. It, you know, he did it in other countries as well. That's right. So, I mean, this is like huge. Huge. And then for some of these celebrities and politicians 
to hobnob with this man. And come on, I mean, they knew this man's reputation. So, missing children's stats. Uh, 460,000 kids are reported missing a year, right? Black kids go missing at a higher rate than white kids by a CNN report. One million children are commercially uh, sex trafficked by the International Labor Organization, right? Protect your children, right? If you want to know what's going on with uh, sex trafficking, watch this documentary on Jeffrey Epstein, right? This is just one in the bucket, but all of these different things, Pizzagate, his situation, certain entertainers are involved. Politicians. Politicians are involved. Royalty. Watch this. I I give it a 10 because of that. But these stats, 1 million children are commercially sex trafficked. But you know, but to be fair, there were... um, was it two? I was, uh, two uh, black policemen who, um, you know, like we said, doing research. It was two black policemen being interviewed. Now, this is on a Storm Monroe's podcast uh, under Pizzagate, right? Mm-hmm. And these two black uh, officers talk about sex trafficking and they, they tell you what to look for. Mm-hmm. And, um, matter of fact, there's uh, a segment. In the podcast where you actually see the inside of one of these white vans. One of our, we're going to call them pedal vans. Pedal vans, yeah. Where it is soundproof, yes. people. You can be walking past that yeah. white van and the person could be screaming to the top of their mm-hmm. lungs and you will not hear, hear them. Yeah. So it is very important that you protect your children. Yeah. One million children are commercially yeah. sex trafficked. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They give you tips. The the one of the police officer, you know, he says when you see these two when you see two big white vans, you know, do not park in the middle of them. Because that's how they captured a lot of uh, women. Mm-hmm. And young men are being sex trafficked and kidnapped as that's well. That's right. That's right. So you have to protect your Right. Your sons so this stuff is like. And deep, your daughters. It's deep. It's serious. It's. It's deep. It's serious. And now with the, all of this coming out, you see that this is. See, tentacles stretch out. Right. So Jeffrey Epstein, once you start to notice that. These other stories that were once blown off right. are actually, you realize that they're actually real news and not fake news. Right. Speaking of such, there's an interview that TIP, right. TIP, TI did, right. uh, uh, conducted last year with Alex Jones. And now this is just a clip of it. Now, arguably, to, to us, as we watch uh, T.I., he has jumped on the Democrat train, right? Right. So, it's like he's on a Democrat train, train, just our opinion, right? Which there's nothing wrong because we stumped down Democrats through and through, but enough with the Democratic Party until they hand over. This just in, people. 
just this just in mm-hmm. a new study mm-hmm. put out by Newsweek says remember we talked about 51 trillion mm-hmm. I mean a uh, billion it is now went up to a price tag of 151 billion. I mean, excuse me, million to each American black. The study in Newsweek: one five one million, 151 million per each American black descendant of slaves. This is what it's going into, right? Mm-hmm. These are this is billions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Newsweek. You can check that out. So just then, right? So until they started talking about reparations, why would they even have my vote? Like why would they have my vote? Like they're not talking about anything. They're not talking about reparations. They're not talking about anything for blacks. And the first thing that Biden said, he's for the immigrants. Why am I voting for that? Well, he said, yeah, he said that was his, um, uh, and this on his page, to Biden's page, his priority when he get in the White House, that's his first priority at the top of his list is um, immigration. Like, like the more immigrants come in, the less jobs come, right? The less jobs are there. More jobs right now. Once the immigrants come in. So why would we vote for that? Trump's not good. Biden's an old relic. He's not good. What is an American black person to do? When are people going to start? I mean, you have to not be... When are people going to stop being robots? Like, or sheep? Easily led? Right. When does using appear come into play right. and it's not about this party or that party but it's about putting your family's best interest uh-huh. your best interest your your people's best interests right right it's not about you know uh this uh this political party that political party what about your people <laughs> you know what about the best interests of your people right. i mean you riding them for parties who throughout history you know, we have a record of how they treated black Americans in this country. That's right. Both parties. Both parties. So why are you... I mean, it makes no damn sense. And then you... I mean, I hate to use the word coon, but are you so damn stupid that you don't have a brain of your own and you running around with a political party who... I mean, we don't even have... They didn't even pass the law for the George Floyd That's uh, right. That's law. Right. Right. That's right. Everyone knows we we talked about this in the previous. Everyone knows that people they come together. They each put a bill in the house. Right. They put a bill in the Senate. The Republican. Whoever's in control, the then they come together right. the and they merge. Bill didn't go through. The Democrats' bill didn't go through, and you well, still well, the Demo- well, Democrats' bill passed, but it's dead in the water in the Senate because the Democrats they- in the Senate killed. The bill exactly. that came from Tim Scott. And they knew that was going to happen. A black man. The, the Dems knew that that was going to happen. So no. They playing vote. games. So Everybody's playing, playing games. Playing games with people's lives. But, you know. I'm sorry, but it just pisses me off. I'm just tired of people being stupid. Yes. I mean, we don't have room for maybe maybe just stick to just being an entertainer. Maybe some people should just stick to entertaining. Right. But here, people, always remember this. Two sides of the same coin, right? It's like the Democrats. Remember that it was the Dixiecrats and the Dixiecrats were lynching 
And, you know, it doesn't matter because then the Dixiecrats right. went over to the Republicans. So they're still both Dixiecrats and right. Repubs. It's all the same thing. And you have to stand up as a black, as an American black and demand something right. more than what they are offering you. Right. And right now what they're offering you is bull. If neither one of the parties is talking reparations, why are you riding for either one of them? Why are you riding if for either, either one? one of them? If they're not talking about reparations, why are you riding for either one of them? Gabrielle Union just talked about what a few months ago how uh, she said there are celebrities out here struggling broke because of this COVID. That's Tamar right. Braxton's writing a letter you know, and, and uh, allegedly uh, committing suicide, suicide, talking about being broke. Talking about being broke. So why are, don't somebody, Beyonce mentioned in her new song, she mentioned about reparations. We should right. have reparations. Right. But why aren't all of the other celebrities saying something about reparations? Because clearly they need the money as well, too. Because Andre has said that way back in Outkast, if, if we... we like neck to neck because if you don't move your feet we don't eat then we don't eat then we, we like neck, neck to neck, neck. Right. you working I'm performing right but if you don't come in and buy my music or you don't come to my concert right we're like neck to neck right and then the, the average everyday person isn't working right mm -hmm. the celebrities they don't get it they're not gonna get money for their films for their concerts if they can't perform on stage where the average person can't purchase tickets or purchase their t-shirts and I mean so people need to wake up stop playing these stupid games stop they need games. to be pushing reparations quit faking it like you like you like you have so much when you're only everybody's only one paycheck away except for the rich the wealthy, the, the perceived wealthy. rich, because the, no, no, the filthy rich. Oh, well, the I'm filthy talking about the one percent. Yeah. Right? About yeah, the like Jeffrey really Epstein. Yeah, that's and, uh, right. Again, yeah, no, what's Who her hooked name? and crooked to get it? You right. know what I mean? And the Gilliam and yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the people like that. Right. But you know, John Lewis passed. Yeah. Condolences to his, to family. his family. He passed, and you yeah. know, two of the senators that really. Looked up to him, gave condolences to Rubio and Sullivan, and you know they put him up there, and, and you know who they used. Let me see if I can get this closer. Do you know that they gave him they they gave him a send off, and they talked about how they appreciated him so. But guess who they used instead of him as an image? Guess who they used? Do you know who that is? Let me see. Is that Claymore? No. This again, Baltimore. He passed. Oh yeah, he did. Right. He passed a few months ago. Right. Right. They used him. So they used they, the wrong image. They used the wrong image. They used the wrong image of the wrong guy. Right. You know, the the Baltimore people should be up in arms and so should you know, so should everyone else. Right? Well then I mean they won't be well not the, the you know, people they ride for their parties instead of riding for what's right. Right. So, you know. So look people. They used the wrong guy, right? Right. And it's so it, it, it's just so it's just so sad. It's 
It's unbelievable that we use the wrong guy, right? Like, we all look alike, right? Does anyone know who this person is? You know, we're not going to say. If you don't know who he is, then that means, right? That means that if you don't know who he is, that means that should they be blamed for not knowing who he is? If you don't know black who he is, know. if black people don't know who he is, and then should you be, should they be held accountable? If you don't know who, who this person is from Baltimore, the, the uh, should they? Well, I mean, I'm assuming that, you know, these people who ride for the different political parties who right. don't have the best interest for their group would know his name. Right. Right. And so, you know, they're using the wrong guy. Uh, and, and, uh, they're using the wrong guy. And It's sad because if you as black, as American blacks don't know, that's Elijah Cummings. They, right? You know, they mix up Elijah Cummings, mm -hmm. they mix up uh, Clyborne, mm -hmm. and they mix and they mix up um, John Lewis. John Lewis. Right. And then who's the fourth one? They mix everyone up. They mix them all up, right? And so, if you don't know, that's Elijah Cummings. If you don't know, should they know? And, and then if they don't know, should they have even released the picture? Well, if know, we can, if we can, things. let's talk about reparations later. I have a solution. Who is that? That's that's a uh, Bear Facts, right? Oh, yeah, you should call up. Yeah, yeah, you should call up Bear two one three nine four three thirty three fifty eight. 213-943-3358 We'd like to take your call over the air You know what I mean? Hear the number slowly Or is it Two, on the screen? 213-943-3358 Right? So look people We took you through that Now back to uh, Pizzagate for a minute T.I. Right? Horrible T.I. T.I. has uh, An interview with Alex Jones Right, Pizzagate is so disgusting. Right, so so T.I. has a um, an interview with Alex Jones, okay. and Alex Jones alludes to Epstein doing more than just having a sex ring, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about this uh, right now, right after we play this. But like I said, T.I. doesn't let the man have a word in edgewise. You see, what makes great. Mm -hmm interviewing skills and great commentary is you're going to listen to what the people say because you want to hear mm -hmm. what the people have to say and we got a phone call so hold that thought right there people because we're coming hold that's a cliffhanger you stay with us because we're going to be playing that interview with him let's see who's on the line real quick from uh 916 916 you're on the air who's who's uh calling 916 916 I don't hear you We've got you on But you're not saying anything Let's see 
916, 916 going once, 916 going twice. Listen to us through the phone. Maybe you're listening to us through the uh, recording. There's a delay, so you won't be able to uh, hear us. So I don't know. Um, call back, uh, I guess. Well, you know, at first, let me say that once you guys, there's like this whole pizza gate thing. Mm -hmm. The description for the different parts of the pizza is so damn disgusting because they're talking about children mm. and the breakdown of that is so damn disgusting. Mm. It's so nasty. Yeah. And then we, these are our babies mm -hmm. and, and Storm around his podcast mm -hmm. under pizza gate. He gives a description of their this their their language for building a pizza, mm -hmm. and they will call this place and will put in orders to get these particular children, and yeah. it's just nasty. Okay, let's let's try this call again. Nine one six. It's nasty. Nine one six. People want to rap for political parties. Nine one six. I'm not hearing you. I don't know. Why we should be hearing you, but you're not coming through, you're not registering, your time's not lapsing. I don't hear you. I don't know what people really... need to start holding people accountable. Shouldn't matter what political party, okay. I hear something, it shouldn't matter what 916. 916, not when it comes to our children. Okay, I'm, I'm hearing something, but I'm not, it's like, uh. 916, going once, going twice. I'm not, I, I heard something, but I'm not hearing you speak. Yeah, wow, that's something. I remember. You must um, be listening through another um, situation. Was it last year? Maybe it was two years ago or three years ago. We went to see, um, it was a local, um, it was a UNLV, and, um, they were working on this project, right? Mm -hmm. And it was about sex trafficking. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, the people that put it together are an organization that fight against sex trafficking. Yes. And, um, like, after seeing that, and it's just so... Sex, tra sex trafficking is just, like, horrible. And it goes on in every city. And whenever you see these, you know, on the news, there's a missing little boy or a little girl... Nine times out of ten, it's tied into sex trafficking, and then and then to learn that some of these celebrities and politicians and just uh, wealthy people in general, right, mm -hmm. uh, business people, wealthy business people, are tied into the sex trafficking stuff and this whole piece of it. I mean, the shit is disgusting. Okay, so let's let's play this uh, T.I. piece here and listen to Alex Jones as he alludes to uh, something a little bit more, something a little bit more sinister going on. But you know, is it anything more sinister than trafficking kids? Let's see. It's horrible. The powers that be that want to control the way we think, behave, and operate. Let me they say it this way. Yes, you're right. Let me say it this way. They operate on Let fear. me say it this way. CNN and the New York Times broke the story 
saying that we were saying there was a basement and they were killing kids in there. We never, we didn't say it. They said it. Then a guy goes in in my name and does it to shut down our investigation okay. of Jeffrey Epstein okay. and the WikiLeaks and okay. real devil worshippers. I get because it. Epstein wasn't just having sex with kids; they were doing rituals. And that there was a ring of at least six people who all had various Look, positions. So they were doing rituals, right? They were doing rituals. That's what. Uh, what he says, right? How many years has Corey Feldman been saying this? Yeah, how many years? But Alex Jones was saying that they were doing rituals, right? right? And then Corey Feldman, we, we, we have a clip of him coming up next, right? As we talk about this, right? And so it's really it's really just a, a disgusting thing oh, and, and matter of fact you know who we left matter out. of fact hey what's going on who's on the line hello you're there but you're not saying anything you got to you have to listen through your phone see you're you're online but you're not saying anything i don't i don't know what what this is about Anyway, okay. You know who we left out um, in the documentary? Who? He's prevalent in it. Uh, Weinstein. Yeah, Weinstein. Weinstein hung with these people. Right. So now we look at the people that hung out with Weinstein. See how this little nasty web is just. How it's just. Uh, and then people continue. reported to social media, you know, and mm -hmm. then they say it's okay. I mean, Everyone should be alarmed. Everyone should Everyone be should be alarmed. Right? And so, you know, Zora Neale Hurston, Zora Neale Hurston wrote, wrote something during the Harlem Renaissance. This stands true still today. If you are silent about your pain, they will kill you and say you enjoyed it. If you are silent about your pain, they will kill you and say you enjoyed it, right? So, I mean, Corey Feldman right. has been talking about the pedophilia rings in Hollywood that victimized he as well as other child stars, right. child actors, right. for decades in right. Hollywood, right? And how he's been threatened still to this day. How he's been threatened. Today still they're still to threatening, threatening him. Threatening him, right? His life. His life, right? So on the Instagram, we're getting ready to end, but you can come right over to the Facebook to TFR Podcast live Lordland Films and you'll be able to see us there so we're ending the first hour on Instagram because it's only an hour video and so we will see you next time on Instagram next week next Sunday but come on over or go over to a Periscope right. to at TFR Podcast Live and we're there with the rest of the show right alright how about the media protecting uh, the Epstein's and the Gill, whatever this woman name is, was it her and and the Weinstein's and the whole sex trafficking piece of gay people. How about when we did the research and we looked at 
the stories uh, from two or three years ago, all of, all of the different channels saying that Pizza Gate wasn't real, right. trying to protect this whole sex tra- traffic. All of them, right? right? So how about the media protecting them? How about that, right? So look over a political party. Corey Feldman again has been talking about this for years and remember if you are silent about your pain they will kill you and say that you enjoyed it right so let's listen to what Corey Feldman has to say about you know uh, what was happening with things that was happening with the sex ring in Hollywood here we go there was a ring of at least six people who all had various positions within the entertainment industry. So I never said anything about powerful executives. That's something that got blown out of proportion. But the bottom line is they, they're, they're at all levels. And just like any of the other uh, situations where you see profound amounts of child abuse within institutions, whether it be the church, whether it be uh, within sports, you know, whether it be within the acting community, it doesn't really matter. It's in all facets of life, anywhere where there's kids, if there's schools, if there's religious sects, wherever it is, there's going to be abuse of children. And it's about whether we're acknowledging that abuse and doing something about it, or whether we're turning the other way. And right now is a time of reckoning on this planet where all of us must stand together for the sake of our children and start to recognize that this is a reality, this is what's going on, and it's time to expose it, acknowledge it, and do something about it to prevent it from continuing. New laws, new legislation, new protection for our children. We're calling it the Children's Rights Movement, and it's called Kids Too. So it's a capital K with a two. All right, people. So look, again, Let's say this again. 460,000 kids are reported missing a year. 460,000 kids are reported missing a year, right? Black kids go missing at a higher rate than white kids, CNN. How come everything is always so much higher for us, right? Now look. They go missing because it's one thing about American black families. They're not about pushing their kids off to make a few dollars, right? right? And for the majority, if they're not in the trades already, if they're not sick in the head, they are protecting their children. Where where is my child at all times, right? Right. There's no pedo island in the hood, Right. right? But still, our young people are missing. Now, one million children are commercially sexual sex trafficked by the International Labor Organization, right? right. One million. Protect your children. Mm-hmm. They are trying to push pedophilia to be like LGBTQI. Trying to make it the norm. They're trying to make it a norm. They're trying to take it from all the classifications of being a mental illness okay. to being something that is like LGBTQI. 
it's it's a uh, it's unbelievable. It's uh fantastically sinister, right? Now, people, our second review for tonight has to do with one that we've been watching, which is brilliantly done. The writer who wrote this, we're going to get the cast and everything for it, but The Handmaid's Tale. Now, there is a, a section in it that begins in season two and rolls into season three where there is pedophilia in this world that has been set up, right? Alright. So, The Handmaid's Tale. It takes place after a I will say a sterilization process, right? right? right. It's a sterilization of the it's a sterilization of the society where a small, you've heard of the moral majority. The moral majority is actually a small group of people that make up the moral majority, right? right. So a moral majority, so when you hear someone say moral majority, they're really talking about a small group of people who somehow will their move in such a way that they build power to the fact that even though they're a minority within the larger society, they make themselves seem like they're the majority because their decision making moves the society, right? And changes society. So moral majority, right? So look, a moral majority decides that women who are who have multiple partners, mm -hmm. women who are not married, mm -hmm. women who may have been who may have been adulterous, mm -hmm. may have broke up marriages but then married that person, right. people, women who are are lesbian, right. women who just don't quite fit into society, mm -hmm. are deemed to be malfeasance and they have to be reprogrammed to become these. Handmaidens, right? And so what do the handmaidens do, right? They're re they're deprogrammed and they're reprogrammed in the way of this particular society that the people have put together, right? right. And uh but what you find is the society as usual there is hypocrisy that runs throughout the society, yeah. right? Yeah. And you find out that through this hypocrisy that the women who are the handmaids then become disgruntled employees. And what is the handmaiden's main purpose? What is the handmaiden's main purpose? It's been on for four seasons now going into the fifth. So if you're not, you know, familiar, we're going to give you some spoilers, right? Just some spoilers, right? So what is the main purpose of these handmaidens? The main purpose of the handmaidens, I don't know how every wife seemed to have been sterile, but 
the wives of the men that are in power do not have the children. These handmaidens are the ones who bear the children. And then they are moved to house to house to be breeders at house to house, right? If they prove themselves to be able to bear children for different people, right? For the different higher up males, right? So this is a male-driven society which is based on the Bible. Everything is based on Biblical teachings, right? right? Is it like the a spin on the transatlantic slave trade? Yes, and that's what we were going to get to. This, the the woman who wrote it, mm-hmm. which her name is Margaret Atwater Atwood, excuse me, Margaret Atwood wrote this book called The Handmaid's Tale, and. The Handmaid's Tale is really the slave trade or the slave existence in America, but it's told through these handmaidens who are Caucasian. It's mixed groups, but there's there's a few blacks, maybe a few Latinos, but it's mostly Caucasians, right? So the so the life of a slave in North America is told in this story, right? Right. And the similarity, so the the woman was ingenious and and I think that she said, well, I can't get away with writing a book about the slave trade with uh, 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 American blacks, right? Right. So I'm going to tell this story with majority Caucasian women and, right. and of course I think probably she wrote it probably all Caucasian but then of course they had to mm-hmm. drop people in right so you see different hierarchies right. of women right the handmaidens are at the bottom level right. right then you have the women who are like the maids right. in the household right. then you have the women who are over the household then you have the males, and then you have the males who have their security. So it's really interesting, but the way that the story is played out is played out like the existence of slaves during antebellum slavery, especially the impregnation and the. It's an interesting spin on it, but that's what she did with this book. Let's go over the cast. Okay, um, Starring Elizabeth Moss. She mm-hmm. plays Offord. Mm-hmm. Um, we reviewed Elizabeth Moss and The Invisible Man That's right. months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, also starring Yvonne Strahovski. She plays Serena Joy. Mm-hmm. Ann Dodd plays Aunt Lydia. Mm-hmm. Joseph Fines. Um, he plays the commander. Um, Alexis Blido. Um, she plays off Glenn. Okay, so hold on one second. Aunt Lydia. Yeah, from the leftovers. From the oh, goodness. <laughs> on HBO. 
the leftovers. All she did was smoke cigarettes and she didn't speak. And when she finally did it's speak, I mean, it was just crazy. And she finally got her come up as well. She's in another role like that, except for she's speaking and she is the one that gets the women into shape and and pushes all the way through, assigns them to households to be these handmaidens. Once they get pregnant, she's the one who works through the Lamaze classes because they have to have natural childbirth. There's no epidurals or none of that. And they have to have it naturally. And it is... Is she the Gielin? Is she the Galen? Is she the Galen? She uh, places yeah. the young girls in the different houses. She places houses. the young girls in the different houses. Yeah. But then who's the Epstein? It's just the Epstein. The Epstein is the system running. It's the system running. There we go. Yeah. See how we tie this all together, yeah. people. Right. So continue on with the cast. Um, Madeline Brewer. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays Janine Lindo. Mm-hmm. Her storyline is heartbreaking as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Samira Wiley. Mm-hmm. She plays Mora. Um, Ot Vagbin. Uh, he plays Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays uh, the husband. Mm-hmm. Offering. Um, Amanda Bruegel. Bradley uh, Whitfield. Um, Nina Kirkry, um, huge cast, Marissa Torme, Sydney Sweeney, Mm -hmm. Cherry Jones, Baha Watson, Ever Carradine, Ashley Luthrop. I mean, the, 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 I mean, the handmaids, right? Oh, I can't leave out the little girl. Yeah. Uh, Jordana Blake. That's right. Yeah, she, that, she plays she's a that part. Good little actress. I mean, she's crying like that's her biological mother. Yes, she is. Yeah. When you when you see this, if this doesn't bring tears to your eyes, there yeah. is something wrong. There are certain yeah. scenes in there that yeah. you can just feel. Yeah. And I, I don't think that it would have worked if it was yeah. uh, produced. But what she is doing, she is telling. Antebellum slavery, yeah. but she's she put it within this framework yeah. of the Handmaid's Tale, right? It's just it's heartbreaking when you see the handmaids separated from their children. That's right. Like heartbreaking, like literally, like I was watching it and crying. Right, yeah. and, and it's it's like the people who are in power. It's like they can be nice. Yeah. The one minute, but it, you can tell that it's a fake nice because the next minute they turn on a dime yeah. and say you're beneath me. You can't help but think about your your ancestors watching this film. This is you true. Know? You know, so it's tear jerking because, like I said, the, the scene with the star and her little girl, like the separ the separation. Yes. I mean, how many times did? Slaves multiple times mm-hmm. separated from their children, mm-hmm. their husbands. That's right. Right? Just, you know, it's hor- heartbreaking. It's a heartbreaking piece, it's right? It's heartbreaking. But it is entertaining and the pacing on it is incredible. Great The pacing. cinematography, Tim, 10. Yeah. The conversion from the book into the script yeah. is a 10, yeah. right? The 
wardrobe bringing the characters from the book and the script onto the screen off the page yeah. that's a 10. Yeah. the acting i mean the child actors yeah. are are extremely yeah. believable yeah. the acting between the adults and the children extremely yeah. believable yeah. the acting between the adults with the adults and the hierarchy of right. what's going on that's a 10 right yeah. the lighting the use of lighting to set up the coldness of the of the house of the main house it's shot in right beautifully uh, shot in a kind of grayish yeah. blue uh, 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 pale blue which mm -hmm. gives it a look of being cold yeah. uh, juxtaposed up against her red cloak yeah. and white bib yeah. that is a 10 matter of fact you can tell the difference and there's one scene two scenes right and then I told you while we were watching the film, I said the one household, although the conditions are horrible, mm -hmm. the baby was being born into a warmer household. That's true. Because the colors were vivid and vivid. yellow and mm -hmm. it was just 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 warm mm -hmm. compared exactly. to the, the house, second the baby. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. the star of Handmaid's Tale. Her baby. You just look at the imagery. That the the world that this baby is being brought into, like you said, just just cold. Just the scene between her and her daughter, because her daughter, she she's married originally. She takes a man away from his woman. She takes a American black man away from his American black woman, or does he walk away from her? But. That's that's the struggle piece, and that's why they said she was an adulteress, and so that's why she became a handmaid, right? A handmaid, right? But so they have a child, and it's a daughter, it's a, a mixed child, right? But she's a black child, okay. But anyway, look, the scene where they finally get a chance to reunite. And the way that the little girl played the scene, it is incredible acting, right? Where you believe it to the end, and in the end, when she's trying to uh, get away, when they, when it's time, when time is up, and they have to uh, part, the little girl starts screaming for mom. I mean, if if you don't, it's heartbreaking. If you don't feel that, I don't know what it is, but. It is well worth watching if you've never seen The Handmaid's Tale. We just yeah. told you all of that as far as, you know, the breakdown. Like you said, the cinematography mm -hmm. just tells the story. Yes, it is. Before dialogue begins, mm -hmm. it's just, you know, like when you describe that house, mm -hmm. like it being cold and gray, the blue, mm -hmm. the colors that they use, the just. I mean, it's just, and then you see the seasons yeah. change. Mm -hmm. um, they did a great job. Like I told you earlier, I said, this is one story where you never really know what is going to come out of the main character offer. You never know what's going to come out of her mouth. Mm -hmm. Like she's like constantly thinking because she's trying to 
survive mm-hmm. in this atmosphere. So she's trying to survive. She's trying to figure out a way to get out of there. But yet, while trying to get out of this horrible community that she's being uh, kept in, kept in, uh-huh. she can't just up and like bounce. She has to figure out a way to find her daughter, get her daughter, take her daughter with her, and leave. I mean, it's just... And that's what's holding her there. And she's trying to play her cards right. But at this point, there's a new baby, and so it's two children. Right. So... Right? Yeah. So, what would you give The Handmaid's Tale? I would definitely give it a 10, because Mm -hmm. it's well-written. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it reminds me of, it makes me think of what our ancestors went through, mm-hmm. right? And just the pain and just, I mean, it's just, you never know where the storyline is going to go. You yeah, think it's, it's, it's bobbing and weaving. Yes, bobbing and weaving and there is never a dull moment. Like from, and turns from beginning episode. to end, every episode. Right. Right. So, I mean, you just. Never know. Let's, right. let's, let's see who we have on the line here. Seven oh eight. You're on the line. Who's on the line? Seven oh eight. What is going on? Seven oh eight. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I guess they're not hearing us today. You know what? Whenever we have very like call important. dropped. Yeah. yeah. Social media. Like they just. Don't get me started. When there's certain issues, you know, we're talking about this pedophilia that's going on. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, the phone call. Well, one well, one of them was definitely uh, Bear Facts trying to call. Yeah, him. he was trying to get through. But somehow it's just like it's like blocking the conversations. And we've had many people many call, calls call come before, through. Yeah. But all of a sudden tonight when we're hitting this topic and we're talking about reparations and we're talking about um, the sex trafficking that's going on mm-hmm. um, there's glitches in the system yes it is now look people there is a storyline like I said about the pedophilia right I want it's a 10 it's a 10 for me yeah, my wife says it's a 10 yeah. there's a thing about pedophilia where these dudes are mirroring uh, uh Marry off their security to 15 year olds to children. This isn't the wild, wild west. This is the children. And you see how the person who is actually in love with one of the handmaidens is trying to juxtapose that. And you see the brutality. Everything is a is a punishment to people who don't follow through but the men have their way of not following through where they don't get caught but the women have to follow the women who are in the hierarchy who are married to the men have to follow what the men say it's all hypocrisy cut into this piece you will enjoy the handmaid's these people don't you think they're worse than the step for wives I mean, they were controlling of the stuff for wives. I mean, they were trying to make the perfect wife. But this right here, compared to the stuff for wives. They got the wives in the room when they're doing the do. Oh, my goodness. You got to see it. You got to see it to believe it. It is well You're talking about threesomes. 
So it is well written, it is well worth seeing. Viewer discretion is advised as it does tell a story of consistent, constant abuse, right? And guess what time it is? It's the end of another great episode of the film review, right? We like to thank all the people who tried to call in. I don't know what was going on with that. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're hem hemming up the phone line somehow. Don't know what's going on with that, but we'll figure that out. Uh, but thank you for calling in for that. We like to thank all the people who commented and all the people we see that came in who are watching us uh, this evening. And we would like to say that this is the film review. Yes. Movies, music, culture, politics, society, podcast. Right. We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. I'm Tracy. I'm the filmmaker and my wife is the critic. But before we go, uh -oh. I just need to add one more thing. Okay. Right? Like be especially with the environment. Mm-hmm that we're dealing with today mm -hmm. it's very important to like back in the day like when I was a little girl like when you as well were kids growing up right and you as well our parents would be able to be comfortable with us playing in the front yard or in our backyard along mm -hmm. or just sitting on the front porch or right. at the end of the driveway or but today people you have to monitor your kids. Protect your children. Protect no more children. just sending them outside, letting them play by themselves without adult supervisions because these people are predators. That's right. So are we headed to... So it's uh, up to us. So are we headed to a pedophile state? Just like my wife well, said. It's up to us. It's up it's to up, us it's to up protect to us, our children. But it's up to us. Right. It's, it's on you. Right. What are you going to do? You have to protect your child. You have to protect your children. Look out for your neighbor's child as well. That's right. You know, we have to look out for each other because we don't have anybody else but each other. And then these people are kidnapping these babies. They're, they're, even, they're kidnapping grown women. How many times have we seen it on social media? I've seen many of grown women on social media warning other women, saying they tried to snatch me. This is yeah. what happened. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you have to look out for your wives you as well, out. your mothers, your sisters. And, your and you have to check out the, if the neighbors are watching your kids, you got to check out the neighbor. You got to make sure the neighbors not don't have a, a, a under the ground or... Uh, in yeah. the basement dungeon you don't leave stuff. your child alone I mean that just goes back to I mean we could go on and on but we're back in Cleveland the man who kidnapped the uh, the three young ladies yeah. he kidnapped his daughter's friend yeah. who had been you know over to the house the friends right. of the family and everything uh -huh. daughter knew nothing about and the daughter knew nothing about it she didn't know her dad had kidnapped her friend got her pregnant right. mm -hmm. and had her chained to the damn basement for years you know, and this was so-called a family friend. That's and he right. was going to the visual, and he was spending time with the girl's mother and and family, acting like he was helping looking, look for the girl. Meanwhile, she's in the basement of the home. So, so basically, so, what, what I'm saying to you, what, your, what we're saying to you people yeah. is protect your children right. 
And be skeptical of the neighbors. Be skeptical, right, of the neighbor. Right. Everyone. Keep right. your eyes on your kids. Yeah, like, especially, especially if they look strange and they barbecuing in the back. Just because they have children don't mean anything. And and the barbecue smells kind of funny, like it might be human flesh. Don't be letting your kid be out there playing. Remember, people, one more time. 460,000 yeah. kids are reported missing a year, yeah. right? Black kids go missing at a higher rate than white kids. That's by CNN. One million children are commercially sex trafficked. Uh, information by the International Labor Organization, right? So protect your protect children. Protect your children. That goes back to what you were saying. How about the guy who was having a cookout for the neighborhood and he was barbecuing bodies? And having them eat it, uh, that was uh, say well. Say well, yeah. And yeah, everybody said, oh, he's such a great neighbor, and he was helping with this and that, and we, everyone loved them. And they were going over there eating the barbecue and didn't know they were eating human flesh of dead women. So, I mean, you just have Serial to, killer. Right. Just, But that's you know, all I just... The Atlanta child murders. Right. Protect your children at all costs. Are we headed to a pedophile state. Are they putting things on TV to desensitize you to that? The answer is yes, but it the, the decision is ultimately up to you. Protect your children. Yes. When you have children, put your children first. Yes. Pick them up from school. Yes. Make sure you arrange. My mother made sure that she yes. arranged the time arranged her schedule around so she could come pick me up from school when I was a little one. Yes. This is not the time to let your children, well right now we're dealing with quarantine, but once this is over, like seriously, this is not the time to let your children walk back and home from school alone. This is not the time to let them run to the corner store. No. I don't care if the corner store is just two or three houses now. That's right. This is not the time. So are we headed to uh pedophile is the United States headed to a pedophile state it's all up to the people who have children it's all up to you yeah. you love your child protect them. protect your child your child will thank you yeah. when they get 18 when you get them up from off as my mother used to say get them from <laughs> off or under up from off or under the feet of people to right. make sure that you're never under the feet of people yeah. They will appreciate you yeah. for sure. So that's it, people. Yeah. As we close out, this has been another yeah. great episode of the Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society podcast. Yeah. I'm the filmmaker. My wife is the what critic. I'm Crazy D. Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics, and society. Right. And we will see you next time on the film review. And we're out. Film review. Movies, music, culture, politics, society, podcast, interviews, movie reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on the Film Review Live channel. Subscribe. Hi, this is Bernadette Stannis, Thelma from Good Times, and you're watching The Film Review.